So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Hello, this is Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Self-care can be looked at from so many different angles, but in this space, we refer to self-care from any one of four directions. Self-care as far as your health and fitness goes, which is probably the most popular thing that people think of when it comes to self-care. But we also take a look at what self-care looks like from a business perspective, from using the entrepreneurial mindset. We look at self-care from your mindset as a perspective, because what you think is what really drops a bus most of the time. And then we finally look at self-care from the entire life's journey. We're always looking for interesting stories to share with our audience. I am your host, and I am grateful that you're here with me in this space. Welcome. So today, I am going to talk to you a little bit about the concept of challenging yourself. And I'm doing this for a couple different reasons, but one mostly is is that we are doing our five-day Body Moxie free challenge this week, which we do a couple of times a year. Sometimes we do it a little bit longer, but we're just doing five days. And there are a couple of different reasons why I picked this time of year to do it. One is, is because fall is really the time of change to me. Fall symbolizes change. It's really my favorite season of the year. And if you think about it, that change is evident everywhere we look. I mean, the weather changes, the leaves start to fall off the trees the air becomes crisp and cool. And it really is a way of, of leading into the winter, which is sort of when we get everybody gets a big reset before the spring. So fall is the perfect time to do a challenge and to think about what the concept of challenging yourself really means. We're probably two and a half months before the end of the year, if you can believe that. And so it's a good time to examine where you are in terms of where you're your goals are that you set for yourself for 2021. Where are you in terms of where all those sit? And then also what you think, well, not what you think, but what you would like to accomplish before the end of the year. So it's a perfect time to really evaluate all of that. And so I felt like this was a really good concept to embrace. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you six general 
ways that you can challenge yourself. And any of these six tips can be used. Can You can apply these to your business. You can apply this to just kind of your attitude in general, the way you're looking at things and the way you're thinking about things. And obviously you can look at this from a health and fitness and wellness standpoint too, you know, the day-to-day behaviors that are so typically associated with what self-care means for so many of us. So that's where I'm going today. But first, before I give you those tips, let me just talk to you a little bit about the concept of what challenging yourself really means. When we think about the concept of challenging ourselves, we usually think about something that we either haven't done before or something that we perceive is not going to be real easy for us to do on our own. So an example might be setting a financial goal. Maybe it's saving a certain amount of money. Maybe it's making a certain amount of money, depending on what your business is or what your job is. Um, It might be committing to a certain habit, maybe that you haven't been able to stick to for more than a few days at a time. Or maybe it's committing to a new workout program or a new routine at home, like going to bed earlier or getting up later or whatever, Um, or going to bed, establishing a really real bedtime routine instead of just going to bed when you're tired, which is what so many people end up doing. So think of it in terms of a concept of something that is, is you might perceive to be difficult to do on your own, but also something that when you first think about it, maybe your first thought is, is this is really going to be tough to do, or I don't really know if I'm going to be able to do that, or this is all new territory for me or something along those lines. It's really not considered a challenge unless it really causes us to stop and pause. So maybe that's, you know, really stopping and just taking a deep breath and intentionally thinking about what your plan is going to be, or maybe it's, just sitting and kind of being with it for a moment and then saying, what is this going to ask of me? Um, And for so many of us, when it comes to a challenge, the first thing we think of is immediately is, you know, why we're not going to be able to do it, especially if it's something that we haven't seen through to completion. Um, You know, in the fitness space and the health and fitness space, I see this a lot in terms of, you know, workout programs and being committed to a certain schedule. It's, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, it's almost like if we miss a week or we miss a few days, that that almost tends to give rise to missing more. And so at first glance, when we think about, well, I can't, I'm going to miss next week or this next week is going to be really hard. And then we automatically go to the space of I'm going to be behind when I resume again, which keeps us in a headspace, which tells us how hard it's going to be. Instead of looking for the opportunity in it, we're automatically looking for what's going to be hard and difficult about it. I mean, that unfortunately, that's just the way the human brain works. Um, we're always, our brain is always looking for what is going to be most difficult about something for us and reminding us about that. That's our subconscious talking to us. So what I want to talk to you about today with these six general tips is that you can apply these not just to a daily routine, but to how you do your job what you think your role is in your life, what you think um, the example is that you set, or maybe you're really working on trying to be a different kind of person. Maybe you're trying to work on having more patience or more strength or be a better listener or or be more present, for example. That's probably another thing that I've heard from a lot of you this year is, is I just want to be present in the moment, especially after you know, the last 18 months where there's been so much change for so many of us. And for many of you out there, maybe you're still waiting 
for what you think is a much better time to get back engaged with life. So I really hope that what I'm sharing with you today is going to be helpful and beneficial in that regard. Um, So when it comes to challenging ourselves, it's really easy to stay where we are. We We sometimes can think a thought about why something, oh, that sounds like fun. Wow, that sounds like a really good thing. Wow, I would love to be able to do that. And then immediately we go to the space of why it's not going to work. Well, I don't really have the time right now. Um, I don't really know how I would do that. Um, I don't really have the money to pay for it. It's just not a good time, et cetera, et cetera. And then our mind immediately goes to the space, like I said, of why it won't work. So here's the reality, though, about when we propose art to challenge ourselves with something is that we always, the reason why challenges are so effective for people, and that can look any way that you want it to look for you. I usually recommend starting with one thing and trying to really work on that first. And it can be something super simple, like just a small baby step. Maybe it's, maybe it's giving yourself some free time every day. You know, we start with 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Maybe it's slowly starting to drink more water, if that's something you really want to do. Or maybe it's, devoting some time every week to ensuring that you have time for meal prep or or something along those lines. It can be something really super simple. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to work out every single day this month, or I'm going to read 10 books, or I'm going to you know, not eat any sugar or not have any caffeine or whatever it is. Um, immediately, I think as human beings, we we immediately go to what is the extreme rather than what can be just a super simple baby step that we can commit to doing first. One of the reasons that challenges really work for us is that we really discover that we can do more than what we think. We can always do more than what we think. We're always capable of doing so much more. Um, And we're really without a challenge, we're really not going to reach a new goal. So anytime that you're looking to change something in your life, if you're looking to change something about your workout routine or you know, having a more dedicated space for self-care, or maybe you want to start traveling, or maybe you want to start spending some more time with some like-minded people. Maybe it's joining a, a hobby group or a bridge club or, or something else, you know, depending on where you are in your life. You're always going to go further when there are people that are in it with you. I mean, that's just the bottom line. So take a listen to these basic tips. Some of these are going to be just so simple that they really probably don't even, you probably don't even consider it a tip, but it's an easy place to begin. Number one, this is probably one of the most obvious ones. And I have read this in so many places. I don't even want to tell you how many is wake up earlier. Now that might seem so obvious to you um, that it's just, you don't even think about it, but most of the time our brains are much more awake and fluid in the morning. Now, that might be hard for you to believe if you're not a morning person. Um, I didn't used to be a morning person. When I was in high school and I was a competitive athlete, I was a swimmer, and we had a lot of early morning practices, but it was really tough for me to get in a routine to get up early. I can remember mornings where my mom would have to literally take the covers completely off of me and like turn the light on, short of like throwing ice water on me to get me to wake up. It was just hard for me. You know, I I like to sleep in and I sometimes would sleep to the last minute. And I still love to sleep now, don't get me wrong. But getting up earlier just allows your mind a little bit more time to expand. And it just 
your the thoughts just start flowing a lot easier. Our brains are actually much more productive in the early hours of the day for most of us. Now, I know there's some of you out there that are probably night owls and you probably disagree with me and say, I get more done at night. But most of the time, the statistics show that early in the day is when our brains are usually more responsive to things, whether it's, you know, a simple change, whether it's a habit change, whether it's, you know, adding something different to a routine. I mean, in the fitness space, we almost always recommend that people try to get some activity in early in the day because you're just less likely to have other commitments. So it just makes sense from a scheduling point of view. And for a lot of people, that's a big adjustment, especially if they're not used to that. So, but waking up earlier, even if it's just 10 minutes, can give you a little bit of quiet time. It can give you some time to set your intentions, which is a big piece of what we teach. And if you come on retreat with us, usually in the mornings, we always do some type of creative intention check. And I do that for a lot of different reasons, but namely so that when you get home, you have, you know, some some things that you can sort of test out on your own and see what's going to work. So tip number one is waking up earlier. Now let's think about what that can look like in terms of, you know, your business day or your social day or a day that you have some things lined up. If you get up earlier, you're really taking charge of your day. You're really more in control rather than your day running you. And it doesn't have to be getting up at the crack of dawn if that's not you. I mean, let's be honest. There are just some of some people that are just never going to be early morning people. I personally am an early morning person. I just wake up early. Um, now, sometimes I don't always get up, but I still wake up early. But the fact of the matter is, is that you're going to be in a position to really take control of your day if you can challenge yourself to get up even just a little bit earlier. So what would that look like for your work life? What would that look like for your responsibilities around your house or for things that you know you want to get done? So, and it really is a gift because what you're doing is you're telling yourself that private time to yourself really is important. So think about that. That's tip number one. Tip number two is reaching out to somebody that you look up to. Now, this is probably, you probably don't think of this as a way to challenge yourself, but here's where I'm going with this. If you really want to excel at something, if something is like really eating at you and you want to get better at it, maybe you want to, you know, be a better communicator or a better writer, or maybe you want to get on top of your finances better, or Maybe you want to really kill it in, in a certain area in your business. Who do you know that's already accomplishing that? Who do you know that you look up to that's already doing that? Reach out to that person. Here's why this works. When we reach out and communicate with others, especially when it's somebody that we look up to and have respect for, and we know that they're really good at something that we really want for ourselves. What that does is we are signaling to our brains that we are open to do something different. So we sort of make a mistake a lot that we have to do things all on our own. And for, you know, for, for some of you out there that are natural introverts, this might be a bit of a challenge, but again, that's what this podcast is about is ways that you can expand and challenge yourself. And sometimes reaching out to somebody to see about, Hey, do you mind talking with me about this? Do you mind giving me some feedback as to where I can start? Um, that's always a good place to start. And it's always an easy, safe space when you're trying to challenge yourself. So find somebody who is doing what it is that you want really well and talk to them. And I'm going to challenge you right now that I bet all of you listening know someone in your circle or you know someone in your circle who knows somebody. 
who can help you with something that you want to get better at. So think about that and then ask yourself, who can I reach out to? So we have to be really careful how we talk to ourselves when we're asking for help. Because instead, what, what we frequently will do is, well, I'm just not really good at that. So I just need someone to help me with it. Rather than who can I reach out to today that's going to help me be better at this, whatever it is, fill in the blank. So we have to really watch ourselves as to what language we use as to how we talk to ourselves. That's a key piece of any kind of self-care is how we talk to ourselves. It really deep down is, you know, a, a way to show ourselves a lot more respect. And, you know, we're always going to be much harder on ourselves than we are on anybody else in our circle. Um, so start there. So who can you reach out to about something that you want to get better at? It doesn't necessarily have to be a friend. It could maybe, maybe a friend of yours knows somebody who can help you with this. So think about that. Tip number three, this is something that I've really embraced, especially over the last year and a half, is writing in a journal every single day. And, you know, I've never really was much of a journaler, if I'm being honest, in the first few years, first several years of my business. You know, I mostly am a, I, I consider myself more of a thinker anyway. I'm more of an academic in that regard. Um, I'm always trying to read and, and learn new information, especially when it comes to my craft and my trade. But what I find about journaling is, is that it slows your mind down. So if you take a piece of paper out and you just set a timer for, say, five minutes or 10 minutes, and you just write down what you're thinking about, this really is helpful if there's something that you're struggling with. Uh, maybe there's you're having a conflict somewhere in your life, or maybe you're you know, not getting along with your partner, or maybe there's an issue at work or your business, or maybe there's something else that's really heavy on your mind and your heart. Then write in a journal every day, give yourselves five or 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be a big amount of time and just start writing. Um, allow, it really allows your brain to slow down a little bit and, allow, and it allows you to, to really get in front of what you're thinking. You know, we, our minds can really get the better of us sometimes. Um, we can on one minute really be thinking something that makes us feel really excited. And then in the next breath, we can literally go to the space of doom and gloom. I mean, that, that's, just, that's just human nature. So when we journal every day, not only does it allow us to slow our minds down and getting in front of what we're thinking, but we can really sort of call ourselves out and we say, wow, you know, it feels really good to get that out. And then you can sort of go through what you've written down and kind of circle the things that you really want to be thinking that day. So it's a great exercise to do first thing in the morning. I would really recommend that you challenge yourself to try that, especially if you're not doing it right now. Um, it takes a little getting used to, I'll be honest with you. And sometimes in the morning when I get up, the first thing I want to do is make a cup of coffee and just, you know, wake up, you know, maybe it's, or, or you're going to start thinking about my day. I think that's human nature too, but I really want to challenge you to do this. So, and maybe, maybe if the beginning of the day is not the best time for you, maybe lunchtime is a good time, or maybe later in the day is a good time. But get in the habit of journaling on a daily basis. Be very intentional about the time, but commit to the time. And don't start with a huge block because it'll just seem like too much work. Start with five minutes or 10 minutes and set a timer. Use your phone, use your clock, you know, whatever it is, it's going to help you stay on track. But just devote that time to really getting out those thoughts and what you're thinking, and especially if something's really troubling you. It's really helpful, I find. This can be super helpful on any for any aspect of self-care, for 
you know, for business or work or, you know, whatever it is that you're thinking or, you know, something along the lines of your health and fitness. So it can go along any of the lines of, of self-care that we talk about in this space. The next tip, tip number four, is to start a new routine. Um, and I just made a list here of just some, some ones that sometimes we don't think about, but these are excellent ways to challenge ourselves because it forces us to get a little bit more creative. One is to downsize your belongings. Now, don't laugh. Stay with me here. One of the things that I really like to do on the weekends to relax is, is take a section of my closet and purge. It feels really good because it's really freeing. So, and I do this a lot, um, you know, on a weekend when I have a little bit more time, number one. And number two, it just feels really good to get rid of things that you know you're not using and that are not serving you. So, you know, get rid of belongings. You know what they say about, you know, if you have a lot of stuff, it takes up a lot of energy and space in your house. And when you, you free yourself of that, you free up energy to do other things with. So, you know, get in a habit of doing that. Um, maybe it's once a week, maybe it's on a weekend, maybe it's a, something that you do to relax. For me, what I find, believe it or not, is that it literally slows me down when I start, my mind starts racing about the things that I want to be doing or the things that I think I need to be doing as a business owner. So when I start, you know, purging, it, it gives me more confidence. It makes me feel really good um, to get rid of things that aren't helping me. Um, and that, that can really carry over into other aspects of your life as well. Talk to a stranger every day. Say hello. Make eye contact with somebody that you don't know. Lord, Lord, this world needs more kindness in it. So speak to a stranger. Be pleasant. You might really make somebody's day. Um, learn to meditate. This is another habit. And I, I hear people all the time tell me, I just can't meditate. It's too hard. So, you know, maybe challenge yourself to try it. You know, here's the thing about meditating. Even people who are really experienced at it, when you meditate, you're still going to think thoughts. And I think people think that in the space of meditation, it's just this calm, serene, perfectly quiet scene. And really the point of meditation is to have you be more aware of your present surroundings and what you think about your present surroundings. So you're still going to be thinking about things even when you're meditating. But hopefully you're not thinking about the, the difference is, is that you're hopefully you're not going to be, you're going to train yourself not to think about what you have going on next week or what you have to do next month or what's coming up or when you have to pay the bills or anything else. So use it as an opportunity to be more present, to notice what's around you. Notice, you know, a picture on the wall, maybe that you haven't noticed before or notice the way something smells or the way something looks or the way something makes you feel, you know, be more intentional about that. Take a class for a hobby that you're interested in starting. Uh, maybe a cooking class. If you used to play an instrument, maybe you could take a class in picking that up. You know, when we force our brains to become more creative, not only is it relaxing, but we find that we can get a lot of new ideas. And for me, I am not an artist type. I'm just going to tell you that right up front. I'm not. But one of the things that we did in my mastermind coaching group a few weeks ago on one of our retreats is we had to write from a children's perspective, the story of how we got to where we are. And the point of that was, is to write from a perspective of curiosity and, you know, thinking and dreaming big, because who does not dream bigger than kids, right? I mean, it's like they just have no um, barriers. 
You know, there's no limits to what they think. And so it really forces, forces you to get creative. And so when we were doing this, of course, of course, I was having fun writing about how I got to where I am and kind of the story of my childhood and all that. But what I had to laugh about was that I couldn't draw pictures worth a lick. I mean, I was doing stick figures and, you know, circles with lines around it for the sun and like green lines for the grass and all that. I'm just not very artistic. But what it forced me to do was to get really creative about the language I use. And sometimes that can be challenging. It can be challenging in a good way because we use the left sides of our brain so much that we forget about what are the right sides of our brain can actually do for us. And I'm, I'm really, like I said, I'm a thinker. I'm more of an analytic personality. I, I'm very logical and problem solve, have a problem solving approach most of the time. So it's good for me to do things that force me to get more creative. So take a class for a hobby that maybe you're thinking about picking up. Uh, maybe it's joining a club of some kind. Maybe it's taking a cooking class or maybe it's a book club or, or maybe it's needlepoint or something like that. I don't know. I'm just making things up. But think about how that can help you challenge yourself more. Next, the, the next to last one is ditch a bad habit. Now, this can be really hard or this can be really easy. When we're talking about ditching a bad habit, we tend to think about all the things that we don't like at once. So here's where I'm challenging you with this. Pick one thing. So maybe it's if your bad habit is going to bed too late, maybe the way to ditch it is to back up your bedtime by 15 minutes. Or maybe if it's drinking more water, maybe it's keeping a water cup on your desk or keeping a bottle in your car or something to remind you to be more intentional about drinking water. Maybe it's um, eating more vegetables during the day. So get creative. How many ways can you add vegetables to what you're already eating? Uh, maybe it's cutting back on your sugar. Maybe it's cutting back on a certain snack food like chips or something, maybe for example. You know, maybe it's cutting back on the booze or the alcohol if you're someone that has a glass of wine or a beer every night. So think, think about it from that standpoint. How can you make this easy? And what's the first step you can take? Anytime you're looking to change something, those are two questions you should always ask yourself. So ditch one bad habit. Notice I said one, not a whole bunch. Pick one. Pick one and challenge yourself. How can you do that? How can you make it easy? And what's one step you can start with? And then the last one, last but not least, and you're, this is not a huge shocker coming from me, is work out. Be active. This is by far one of the best ways that you can challenge yourself. And it's one of the things I love about doing challenges in my online communities is, is that there is nothing where you will see faster results in your life than being physically active. Okay, let me say that again. There is nothing that you can do for yourself where you will see faster results than being physically active. Not only do you feel better and you have more energy, but it improves your mood. It's a way, it's an outlet to manage stress. It automatically helps you feel better about yourself. Um, and all of that shows up in your life. You become more attentive. You listen better. You are noticed more by other people. Your brain just starts to function better the more active you are. You start coming up with better ideas. You um, see things through to completion better. And not only you know, and aside from all the physical benefits, you get stronger, you can work on your flexibility, you can move better, you hurt less, you have less inflammation, I could go on. But it is the one thing across the board that is so good for your mind and your body 
okay, across the board. Um, and you, there is nothing that you can do where you will see faster results. And if you commit to being more physically active, now that can look any number of ways. It could be stretching every day. It could mean just taking a walk, getting up from your desk every hour. It could mean parking your car far away and walking on a regular basis. That's a fun challenge to commit to for, say, a month, especially now that it's fall and it's pretty and it's cooler. It's not so beastly hot outside like it's been during the summer. You know, take up strength training. You know, commit to yourself that you're going to be, that you're going to make your body stronger. I mean, the stronger that we are, let's be honest, the better we deal with challenges, the better we face adversity, the better that we ward off sickness and illness, and the faster we recover when we do get sick. So challenge yourself to be more physically active. This is an area where we can always help you. So please feel free to reach out to us. Drop me a message at allison at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. Send me a DM and social media, either on Instagram, I'm FitStyleGal, or on Facebook. Um, come over and join me in my free Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Or if you are an entrepreneur in the health and fitness and wellness space, come over to my Facebook group there, Innovate and Grow for Fitness and Wellness and Coaches, um, Fitness and Wellness Professionals and Coaches. There's always something we can do to challenge ourselves. And when we challenge ourselves, we just get further. We get further in life. We get further in our business. We get further along our own journey of self-care. That's why we call this show the ultimate journey of self-care because it is a journey. The journey changes as we change. You know, uh, the challenges and the obstacles that we deal with, you know, are always going to be there, but they become easier and more manageable when we commit to challenging ourselves. Um, We should never really pray for an easy life. We want to pray for the ability always to deal with the challenges that are going to come our way in a much in a way that really serves us. And any time that we do that, we are better for it. Um, so I really want you to think about where can you challenge yourself in your life today? Um, hope Maybe it's one of these tips. Maybe it's something else. If you want to share that with me, please feel free to reach out. I would love to ask you two things before I sign off. One is head over and show our sponsor some love, flatriverinfusion.com, and use our coupon code CUFITNESS and get a 20% discount on any of your CBD purchases. They have amazing products. I love the CBD herbal salve. I have a little container on my desk right now. I rub it on my wrists and my knees and sometimes on my back if my joints are really bothering me. Um, I love it. It's all natural and, and it's it's just a really good product. So use the coupon code CU Fitness and get your 20% discount. The other thing is, is that please review our show. We love to get reviews and we want to know, we want feedback from you. Please go to our website at cufitness.com and click the podcast tab and go all the way down to where you see all of the platforms where we are and click on the Apple icon and write us a review. We would love to Love to see it, and we would love to share it. And in fact, if you want to screenshot your review and send it to me, then I'll be happy to send you a little free gift um, as, a, as a token of my appreciation. Thank you so much for all of your support of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. We are over two years old now. We are heard all over the world. I so appreciate um, all of your comments and your emails and your suggestions and um, all every time you download our show and share it with somebody, you help us share our message. I want this to be a safe and sacred space for all of you to think about and ask yourself, what does my journey of self-care look like for me? That's really what this show is all about. Um, just know how grateful I am um, for your continued support. 
of my show. I could not do it without you. And just know from the bottom of my heart how grateful I am. This is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.